What if business could be fun? This podcast is for people who no longer want work to be a four-letter word. It is a comedic look at the myths of work, life, and balance, where we expose the kind of thinking that sucks your will to live, and we replace it with powerful, easy-to-use tools so that you can shift gears and laugh about it all. The only requirement to listen is you need to be human. Hey, everybody. I am so excited. I am here, Elaine Williams. I am here with Kathy Keegan, my amazing, fabulous, fantabulous podcast partner. And this is still human in January 2022. Woo! We made it! We made it! So if you are new to us, we're so excited that you're here. We started this podcast because we wanted to share about all the things we wish we had known when we were in the million dollar masterminds and what it's really like to be a coach and an entrepreneur and a business owner and to look at it with some comedy too because if you are laughing you're winning so welcome 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 kathy it is so good to see you you know the other thing i'm thinking about too are those people who've made the leap like we did from these kind of corporate spaces and again Corporate's fine, nothing wrong with it. There's also something about taking that leap, making that leap, and what's involved in that too. Um, yeah, all is well. It's really good to see you. And uh, boy, January is just cooking along here. I know, and I, I always feel like January is the one month that I get excited when it starts going fast. Me <laughs> too. <laughs> just because it's, you know, like today, it is sunny, thank you, God. But the past few days, it was like gray. And I just feel like, oh, my God. Like, I almost put on hot pink today because I was just like, I need color. Yeah, it, but we are sticking. I actually, I have a necklace on that's got some color to it, oh, although it doesn't show up really well that's here. That's gorgeous. A little bit brighter in person. But anyway, um, that's my one nod not to color. Everything else is black. Um, and that's, you know, practical. Let's face it. We have spent time in and around New York City, and you're really a daring person if you wear white clothing. Oh, my gosh. Um, yes. Let's just, just say that. You cannot be both economical and um, clean looking if you wear a lot of white. You know what? I will never forget. I you know, used to work at this super corporate um, high-volume steakhouse, and I remember there was this couple from Italy, and they were like, I remember thinking, I want to be like them when I grow up. Like, they were just so elegant. And they had on whites and creams from mm. head to toe. And we're talking cashmere. Like, you could tell these people were wealthy and they were classy and they were just so elegant. And I remember just looking at them in awe that they were walking around New York City. <laughs> and then they were eating in this. And the restaurant was nice. But, you know, it was very high volume, so you just never knew. And they did not get one drop on them. But I remember oh. thinking, wow. Who are Ooh. those people? They are so rare. Are you sure you really saw them? Right. In my next <laughs> life, maybe. So, oh, my God, it's so good to see you. So, Kathy, what's going on? What what themes are you seeing with your clients? What's what's the word, Burning Bird? You know, well, here's 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 a word. The other thing I want to say, you know, I, I love the adjectives you use to describe me. And I just want to say that Roger's ran out of them for you. 
all oh. the superlatives. Oh, you're and so, so funny. it's very hard to come up with the ones to describe you. Oh. So I apologize. You know, we're working on coming up with some other words. So, and if you've got other great words, we want to hear them. Um, oh, that's sometimes so nice. sounds are good, like woo, woo. or something. Um, so here's what's interesting. I think I've been hearing a lot about pandemic and how that feels for people and how it feels for people who've had severe illnesses that nobody necessarily knows about. So there are those people who think about the pandemic who may have had experience, uh, you know, a little bit of illness in their life. And then there are those who've had literal life and death experiences. And for them, all of this is really magnified in a way that I didn't really understand until recently. And so just a shout out there to people who are dealing with precarious health and have been over the years to whom this was more, even more magnified than what it is many of us are experiencing. And again, I'm not trying to compare, but just to acknowledge people out there who really are experiencing that. And, and the fact that there's the, a fatigue about that. You know, mm. there's a, just it's so natural to want to be over with mm. and, you know, to just like throw it down and just say, oh, what the heck? You know, and I, I sense that that's a lot out there. The other thing I want to share, which is um, also extremely cool, is the difference between wanting and yearning. Ooh. So I learned that this weekend there's a, a place here in Chicago called the Wright Foundation, W-R-I-G-H-T. And I attended this intensive they did over the weekend. And a lot of what they teach and train, they actually have a transformative MBA, like a, not a transformative MBA, <laughs> although it probably is transformative. Will it's it make called, me taller? <laughs> it's a, <laughs> if I can get I taller, I'm going. It's a, it's an MBA in transformative business by people with super business credentials Ooh. who realize that, oh, guess what? Business doesn't have to suck. Business can have ethics. All that really, really cool stuff. But the neuroscience stuff is especially fascinating to me because what we know now is we can change. We can change if we make a decision that we want to start making those efforts to change and we can do it a little bit at a time. But here was the excellent, cool thing that, all right, maybe this is nerdy, but when a toddler is like, I want this, I want that, I want the other thing I and we retain that. Yes, my toddler's alive and well. There are a lot of things that I want, right? I want a pony <laughs> and they're there. What that triggers in your body chemically is something called dopamine. Dopamine does not last. So what does that mean? It needs to be refueled. So you have to kind of keep stoking it, which is kind of what our entire environment in the world does today. Newspaper headlines, uh, headlines that come across your, your phone, alarms that come across your phone, reminders, emails with all kinds of things, last day to do this or else you'll be dead. You know, those kinds <laughs> of really enticing headlines that say, hey, can I join your thing too? Um, and then the yearning, which really fascinated me, is a very, very different animal because yearning really comes from deep within the thing that we want. That And, it, and I, I'm going to use the wrong words, but yearning um, uh, triggers serotonin, which is more of a calming, well, mm. I would say renewable and sustainable type of energy. Um, and I, I just think... I know that sounds like little, but it's huge. I think it's just, it's just enormous because 
everything we do on our phone, dopamine, dopamine, dopamine. So that means you have to keep fueling it. You want that little hit. And I heard another guy talking today about how he's a neuroscientist. And he's like, guess what, everybody? We're all addicted to something. Newsflash. And he's right. You know, some of us did it in a more skillful way than others, you might say. (laughs) <laughs> and needed the structure of uh, maybe the 12 steps or some other thing like that. But they're really, um, we all have that tendency. And that's what the dopamine is and what it can lead to is the sense of needing good feedback, wanting good feedback. You know, did I get a good review or all that kind of stuff? Wow. And there is something about this calmer sense of well being, this underlying sense that all is fundamentally well. And so, I was just excited to learn about the difference between those two things and to start to pay attention to the basic things that humans yearn for. People don't yearn for things. They yearn for connection, connection, love, peace. You said it. Yeah. You said it, sister. Oh my God. Not funny, but really powerful. Super powerful. I love that. Thank you so much, Kathy, because I, um, that's why I love hanging out with you because I just learn. It's like I get to have an encyclopedia conversation every time I talk to her, <laughs> except it's a fun encyclopedia. But, um, yeah, I know I think of uh, wanting, wanting, wanting. And I do think of yearning as coming from like a deeper, my heart, my, mm. my soul versus I really want some chocolate <laughs> or whatever. Right. And, and what happens when you get that thing? Well, then you just want more. If you're me, I, I mean, I'm, you know, I, I, I had three addictions and I've done a lot of work on my recovery and Janine Roth, who was one of the first Mm -hmm. women who ever talked about eating disorders. She was on Dr. Phil before Dr. Phil had white hair. Like that's how long ago (laughs) this was. People are listening. are like, who's Dr. Phil? I'm like, before there was Dr. I'm sorry. Not Dr. Phil, Phil Donahue. I'm, oh, I'm screwing up. <laughs> when Phil Donahue had non-white hair. So there was a talk show host before Oprah, before Dr. Phil named Phil Donahue, and Janine Roth was on him, and she has done a ton of work with eating disorders and doesn't believe in diets, and I studied with her, and basically she says, everybody has a shtick. Mm. And, and the cool thing is, if we know, if we can raise our awareness, there's nothing wrong with checking out, if it doesn't hurt you or hurt yeah. other people, right? right? Like if you right. want to go, you know, if you're really into Girl Scouts, but you can turn off the Girl Scout cookie, you know, or only have one box at a time or whatever, then more power to you. Yeah, that's that's so powerful. Well, you know, yeah. it's, it's interesting because I did a pranic healing workshop on Sunday. And I mean... Ooh. Whoa. I love I love the idea of the word chronic being pra- atti- being pra- attached to healing. Chronic. Oh, chronic. Chronic. Sorry. <laughs> I thought you said chronic. <laughs> I can't like, get oh, away. <laughs> chronic healing. Oh my god, I'm in so much I'm in so much delight. I'm so happy all the time because I'm chronically healed. <laughs> Sorry. You meant prana, like prana as in breath. Right. And so I, you know, one of my friends kept talking about the healing, the healing. And then I started helping some of the healers market. I started teaching them video and they kept saying, Elaine, we're going to work on you. And I'm always like, do me. I, I, I will take it all. I love being the <laughs> guinea pig. And I could feel stuff shifting. And so I did the basic training in October. Anyway, I just did the advanced 
and it was so lovely and I just feel like whoa and I I was I really felt like I needed it and I'll tell you why and I I'm saying this I you know I always try to tell on myself because I hope that it helps somebody else right mm. and so I'm so excited. My business is growing. I'm so, it's so exciting. I have new clients. I have old clients. I have my accountability groups. I have my group things. Like it's, it's coming along. And there is a part of me that has felt like, ah, 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 ah am I in capacity? Ah, I'm, you know, and, and yet I know I fritter away my time. Uh, you know, I know that I can work smarter. I know that I can keep learning how to delegate and manage it. Like there are lots of things intellectually. I know that I'm growing my systems, right? But mm. emotionally, prior to Sunday, there was a part of me that was like, ah, like, oh, oh my god, you know. And I, so I was having trouble sleeping. Mm. I was, you know, worried. Like I want to make sure I'm taking care of my VIPs. I want to make sure no one, you know, I had this. Like, and it was excitement, but it was also some angst and it was yeah. showing up as me not sleeping well, which there's nothing worse than that to, you know, make it a vicious cycle. So I'm so grateful. Like I finally slept and I feel like I got the needed expansion and I'm like, of course I can handle this. I've been training my whole life to do what I do mm -hmm. and I love doing it, you know, and um, so anyway, it was just delicious. I'm so glad. So we got, both got to be in cool trainings this weekend. So woo! I love that. And I, and I, what I love so much about what you're talking about are the feelings that we're naturally going to have, right? So there's the thing that we've been aspiring to do, the thing that we've been advertising for, or that we've been talking to people about, and then we're able to be of service. We're able to be in this. And at the same time, we have those feelings of like, rut row, Rorge. Right. You know, here it is, and it's really happening. And the fact that there are things out there that help us process that, that help us understand that, yes, that's a feeling. That's a feeling in a moment, and it's a natural feeling to have. And there's a way to process through that, you know, so that it doesn't hold us hostage. Right. So that it doesn't, it doesn't keep us from doing the work that we want to do. Because there's a lot of stuff, you know, I hear more and more that by the time we're about six or seven years old, we're cooked in terms of our programming. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh my and what God. that means is uh, up until about age six or seven, we are like sponges absorbing information so fast, so quickly, not all of it conscious, of course. And we don't start to make conscious choices until we're a little bit older. I forget the age for that, but Maybe it's a hundred. I'm not sure. I'll have to check on that. Only kidding. So you're absorbing all this stuff and then you have to make sense of it, you know, and that's what a lot of our lives are that I feel a lot of times like I'm unwinding stuff, mm -hmm. but I think it's like programming, deprogramming or programming and reprogramming. Mm -hmm. And so we're taking all this information that came from places that we're not even conscious of. And so some of those reactions we have are only natural and it's only natural to have these, you know, thousands year old solutions like yoga, like, like exercise, like meditation, like pranic breathing. Oh, how cool. That's what those things are for. Right. And it's, I, I was talking with my teacher about, I feel like my insides 
are getting to catch up to my outside. Mm. Like I've learned all the marketing stuff and I've learned, I mean, not all, there's, I'm always learning and growing, but like there's so much I know on the outside and sometimes my insides have to kind of catch up to it. Well, I, you just, isn't that a great analogy? It's such a great analogy. And I have to tell you when I finally started getting relief from my depression um, years ago, um, that was the, the feeling was, you know, that whole idea of insides matching outsides. I felt like an old lady and I didn't know that until I didn't feel like an old lady. Like mm. I felt like, I felt like someone who'd seen everything and done everything and there was nothing left. I felt hopeless. And now these days I feel so youthful and generally excited. And that doesn't mean I still, you know, I don't walk around like on a pink cloud, but um, generally speaking, I feel young and I forget how I look. So I'll be like, ah, da, 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 and then someone's like, but you have gray hair, like you're old. And I guess that is a fair question. Uh, at the same time, what I would like to say is if you're curious, it's always a fresh day. You know, the curiosity will cut through all the other stuff. I love that. Well, that really, really help with that. So, you know, I'm playing with short videos. I don't know if you've, I've been doing all kinds yeah, of reels. crazy dancing and reels. And, and, um, there was this one and I, I, I don't think I executed it perfectly, but I just said, you know what? It's not about being perfect, but I said, what if you could be curious instead of judgmental? And I, you know, I learned that phrase from one of my yoga teachers and I, I just love that phrase. It's mm -hmm. like there's compassion, there's yep. space. And there's recognition that we're connected, you know, and, and, and this may, it, I, you know, sometimes you talk about this stuff and you feel like, oh, you know, here's another person saying, oh, we're all connected. And the fact is we are scientifically, our brains connect with other people's brains. There's nothing you can do about that. Except have good hygiene, oh. you know, have good, good mental hygiene, personal hygiene, physical hygiene, sleep hygiene. Oh my gosh. Gene. So that, so my energy teacher was teaching me how to pull out the cords and I, you want to, I'm going to show you. So, you know, whenever you're in speaking or working with groups of people or on social media and people are following you, they put cords out to you. Not necessarily bad, but just we connect, right? We do that with superstars and celebrities and The Bachelor or whatever. But, you know, you don't want to be, especially if you're a sensitive person, walking around with all these people sort of attached to you. So you go clamp, clamp, pull, and you give it to the light or a church steeple or something. And then you pull out the thing and you throw it down. Wow. And I was so, like, woo! So for people who are listening, the idea is that you're clamping down on a cord that's coming out of your heart. You're throwing it up into the sky. Then you're coming back and you're unplugging the cord that's in your heart, roughly in your heart space. And I it, love that. And I love the symbolism of that, too. It's Again, it's the whole idea of sometimes when you have ideas, I have a ton of ideas, or I have worries. I might put them in a little box and just set them aside. And, you know, maybe it's, I don't know what to call the box. Some people call it God box, a prayer box, but you know, there are these different kinds of ritualistic things you can do that, that help you sort of almost literally move something out of your head into 
onto a piece of paper and into a box, right? That's how we keep track of work during the day. I can't keep track of it in my head. Very few people can, you know, so even just the simple thing of writing something down or having something on your computer, you want to get it out of your head because your brain is only so smart and your brain is trying to operate your whole body. Right. Let's just be reminded of that. You know, the thinking part is a small function and it's an important one, but you know, your, your brain is trying to operate, you know, Kathy Keegan um, version, whatever version you want to call me. I'm not sure what a good version would be, but Safari, it's like the latest version. Max, Firefox. Fire, <laughs> no. Yeah, no. Uh, when I was Kathy doing- Keegan Cougar 2.7. Yeah, no. baby. Cougar <laughs> 90210. No. Um, so I, uh, I, I took the wisdom course when I was doing landmark stuff, and one of the things they talked about is putting things into existence, and mm-hmm. I love that of like write it down, write it down. And I was watching this Brian Tracy thing. He's so cute. Oh my God. He's, I saw him speak in like 2007 and I just saw him speak on YouTube and he was, he said, you know what rich people, successful people do? They write it down. And he had a legal um, pad and he was like, you can you it old school. So anyway, good points. So what else are you seeing and anything you're excited about? Anything that you've got coming up that you want to Tell us about. Well, I, you know, my niece is getting married in oh. Portland, Oregon. And oh. So I'm really looking forward to that. That's going to be fun. I think I heard from one of my fellow, I'm a member of uh, BNI, Business Network International, a local chapter here. One of the, one of the guys is a photographer. And um, he was saying this year there are going to be more weddings than in many years past. Oh my God, I heard another statistic too, which has nothing to do with weddings, but in the last 20 years, we have dealt with changes, more changes than in 200 of the years prior. Whew. So if you're tired, yeah, yeah. This is why all this stuff is you're hearing about yoga, why you're hearing about meditation, why you're here. These are all things that help sustain you. Yeah. <laughs> That's such a great point. And, you know, I'll just share. I'm, I'm just, I'm bearing all, you know, the other day I was like, oh, I didn't get enough done. I didn't, you know, I had that feeling at the end of the day of like non-contentment and frustration. And so when I have this feeling, I've gotten to where I, I sit down and I hand write out because it's, there's a connection with my heart and my, it's different than typing. And I hand wrote out what I did accomplish. And it blew my mind. And I said, you know what, Elaine? This is such a silly ritual. But if it helps me feel like, okay, okay, I did, I didn't, I never get it all done. But like to be able to, you know, as an entrepreneur and a coach, there's always more to do. Yes. There's always something else to edit, something else to clean, something else to clean out. Yep. Inbox, da, 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 da. you know, there's always. And so for me, when I can like go, okay, okay, you know, like, right. I'm so happy that I did that. And it made me realize I am learning a lot of new things right now. Oh, absolutely. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yes. And it's so important to recognize. I'm so glad you did that. 
And all of us can find ways to be able to recognize what it is we've done because our our minds are, you know, they're moving on to the next thing. Our minds are predictive. So then they won't necessarily stay focused on the stuff in the past unless we unless we direct our minds to do that. Um, and there are some other things about that, too. It's more complicated than that. So you just used a tool to say, well, let me just see what I did do. And then you realized, oh, you know, because, it, again, it's so hard to know what enough is. What is enough? Uh, well, if you're you like know? me, it's never enough. <laughs> I always want more ice cream, more this, more that, more, you know, which, which is part of my personality, but also part of my addictions that I'm in recovery yeah. for. So, right. yeah, it's, it's all about, it's all about this, this, this humanness and, and what, what are some things that we can do, you know, and, and changing the way we think a little bit at a time. Another thing I learned over the weekend was the law of little things. And if you've ever read James Clear's book, The Power, oh no, his book is Atomic Habits. And, um, you know, there are things that we already do habitually already. So if you don't think you have a ritual, you have a ritual. It's just not, you just didn't formally recognize it. So you can add little things to stuff you're already doing to get traction on other stuff, which is a really very non-descriptive way to say that, so say if I say if I want to wake up early, guess what? I don't have to get up an hour earlier. Maybe I could get up three minutes earlier. Three right? minutes. Maybe I discovered that when I lived in New York. I didn't need to get up an hour earlier. I could get up like maybe twenty minutes earlier, and then that shifted my whole day in terms of my commute and things like that. You know, it's um, I, I know for me that when I want to make a change, I think it needs to be a radical like. Let's just clear everything out, throw the baby out with the bat. Two hours a day at the gym, six <laughs> days a week. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> right? Oh, my God. Yes. A hundred percent. And so the law of little things is that you can actually, you know, meditation. I've been meditating now almost consistently. Not all, not every day, but for um, it's like 78 weeks or something which I think is more than a year, maybe a year and a half. Yeah. You know, and I use an app and sometimes I'm totally attuned to what I'm hearing. And sometimes I'm doing other things while I'm listening to it. It's not perfect, but it's a habit. And so it just becomes part of what I do. And that has changed how I react to things in a major way. You know, you're developing all these muscles all along, which is so cool. You know, and if you asked me like 10 years ago, if I thought that was a cool idea, I would have said you're insane. Yeah, me too. Like I, I used to hate those women who were like, okay, everybody put in <laughs> pink bubbles. And I used to be like, this is not, you know, but I, it's not going to get me anywhere. Right. And I, but I really love it. And I, you know, I know we do different meditation teachers, but my guy talks about we're training the brain mm. and I'm very interested in that. So, um, well, Kathy, oh my gosh, as usual, so much fun, so many pearls of wisdom and the laughter and from you. And thank you for embodying, um, a workout coach. I loved that. That was a great impersonation. (laughs) (laughs) I I was a trainer. I was a personal trainer at a, a club in Manhattan and I did not like it. I loved the coaching part of it, Yeah, but there were so many other parts that I was like, this is not. This is, yeah. So, um, okay. So Kathy, 
I know what you do, but can you tell people you're such a great speaker, you're such a great coach. If they, if somebody is struggling in their job and wants to either quit or run screaming from the building or is just not happy, tell them what you can help them with. Yes. So if that's happening and you have a friend that's going through that, one, if you have a friend who's going through that, what you can say is, I'm so sorry you're going through that. And then you can say, guess what? I know someone who knows a lot about that and might be able to really get you some traction on that, might really be able to help or give you perspective. And then give them my number or give them my name, my website, kathykeegan.com, 917-902-2283. I'm so happy to talk with people. It's so important to be able to talk to a coach for free. By the way, coaches don't charge for just chatting with them. Um, Talk to them and see if coaching is for you at this moment. At the least, you're going to walk away with some kind of perspective. And here's the other thing. If you want to look better, sound better, feel better, have a better story, have a whole bunch that's better, there's a person who's sitting in the window next to me um, by the name of Elaine Williams. Yes, it's you, Elaine. I'm talking about you. I've run out of my uh, my, uh, Roger's thesaurus words for you. Please contact Elaine. Elaine, tell them what they can do. Well, thank you, Kathy. And yes, you can reach me at Elaine at CaptivateTheCrowd.com. Um, Instagram is Elaine La Lane. And I have to tell you, I'm doing, I'm having so much fun doing short form videos. And so I'm, I'm doing a Reels class that is going to be before this gets dropped, but I'm, I'm doing them at least once or twice a month now. So make sure we're connected because... Even if you're not doing video, even if you started it and you're not loving it, or even if you're doing video, adding short form videos can be a great way to get you in front of people who normally would never see you, raise awareness, and you can actually have so much fun. Like the rules Mm. have gotten way kookier and crazier. And so, (laughs) you know, unless you're like, you, you could even be a dancing CPA, I think. But yeah, I, I love helping people feel comfortable and actually have fun when they're on camera and speaking. And we all realize camera is not going away. The platforms will keep evolving, but Zoom and video and all that stuff is here. So you might as well embrace it and harness it. Our Zoom is here to stay, not for a year, but forever and a hundred million fifty-five days. So thank you all for listening. We are so delighted. I wasn't super warmed up for that, but that's okay because we're still human. Imperfect action and we're still human. Thanks so much for watching and listening. And please share a friend. Please rate, review, and subscribe because we want to get the word out that you can have fun and be real and still be human. Yay. Bye, everybody. Yay. You made it to the end. Thank you so much for listening. We're so excited you were here. Feel free to reach out at stillhumanpodcast at gmail.com or Kathy at kathykeegan.com or Elaine at captivatethecrowd.com. See you next time.